Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> hey, yo, Vegas, man. I guess you know where I've been. I told you I wasn't done with you. I searched to find the love within. Had to go on a trip, man. I came back to let you know. Come on now. Got a thing for, for you. I knew I was gonna be back for a My minute. Friends wonder what is wrong with me. Well, I'm in a daze from your love, you see. Just had to come back for some unfinished business. I came back to let you know. Got a thing for you, and I can't let go. Stop that shit, man. Hold on, man. We back in Vegas for the first time in three years. Hey, yo, look. We turning the hell up this episode. We breaking all the rules. It's that Philly bop this shit. Hey. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the, the east side, side rolling with my west side niggas. We just trying to do it big like that best side nigga. And the fat looking pretty. Hey man, I played this all the time when I was in the heart of the east side. Cash out, keen the nigga with the pounds now. He count on me even when the moves slow. Come through, copping with all my niggas. Come through, popping with all my niggas. You should have seen how we looked last winter. You should have seen when we ate last dinner. I don't fuck with them Hollywood niggas. I don't fuck with them Hollywood niggas. In the game, I'm gonna keep it white, nigga. Cause all these rap niggas know my niggas wanna kill them. Basic bitches can't suck, stick. No. Basic bitches have a fuck to click. Oh. They try to have me on some suck shit. Hey. But I'ma do it my way, nigga. Huh. Fuck huh. the Can't do the block, everything that's new. Sippin' that motherfuckin' BS2. I can't fuck with him if he ain't true. They like, he alright, but he ain't you. We like five million aboard the shit. I was the richer nigga on the tip. Locked down with the killers and the robbers going hard in it. Oh, we can't hey, take on the hey, hey, And then hey. we headed to the west side, rollin' in some hot shit. Y'all been in a backseat, it look like a monster. You ain't got to ask me, nigga, you ain't got shit. You ain't talking money, I see you this with the toppy. You be only fucking with niggas that be on cop shit. I be only fucking with bitches that get it poppin'. You don't wanna see one. My niggas facing a shock. Grab your corner over some nonsense. I'm on the east side. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you to episode 167 of the Struggle Play Podcast, a special edition. We're not breaking down any songs, we're not doing any deep dives, we just getting straight to the shit. Can a real crib get a little bit? Dump on a nigga for some silly shit. A hundred four rounds when the milli cat. Gang bang niggas who we really with. I ain't done. What's cracking? You already know who it is. Your boy, Big Tuck, Freight Train Tuck, Swag School is Nan Sesh. You understand, and I'm the dean of this here. I got this. Uh oh. Get money. We go get money. Them boy fresh, but they not this stunning. When I walk by, I even smell like money. Dope man clean, not the damn stain on me. Get money. Hey, we go get money. Them boy fresh, but they not this stunning. When I walk by, I even smell like money. Dope man clean, not the damn stain. Now, clearly, this is not a song from the West Coast, but this was a joint that I had to play as soon as I left work. Change my clothes and go right back outside. I keep the thing on me. I ain't, ain't got to use it. Mean look a game on me. I keep some change on me. I can't complain, homie. I don't want your girl pimping. She just out. Y'all ready to start the show, man? This is a very special edition of the Struggle Play Podcast. I give you my good friends, Dante, Shayna, and Kel Dansby. Let's go. Yo, I'm back in Vegas. First time in three years. And I brought some peoples with me. Good peoples. Some peoples I started on this podcast and journey with. And some people who helped me out on this podcast and journey. First of all... Let me introduce the devil on my right shoulder. This nigga has gotten me into so much trouble. I'm a wholesome guy. Relationship trouble, professional mm. trouble, mom and pop's trouble. She still blame your ass for like, my mom's literally blamed you for like 90% of my like discrepancies. Tell mom I couldn't get a plate though. <laughs> <laughs> she know her food is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, one half of the corner podcast, Kel Dansby. Kel, yeah, what's up? Listen, I don't want to get in no trouble today. Every time I'm on here, nah, if somebody okay. listen, I get in trouble. <laughs> I'm, I'm a nice guy. I tell your moms I said hi. Nah. You know, I come to Texas, she cook, we chill, we chop it up. Um, I'm not encouraging you to have a certain type of girlfriend this time on the pod. Not, mm. not, not no kind of white women. Yeah, last time it was all bad. Oh, that's why she, okay. But, but you were in Colorado, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. if you were in Colorado, like, you know, when in Rome. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but no, listen, man, you, you're doing all right. You're doing all right for yourself. I feel like this is a, a, a nice, nice, 
mild-tempered pod today. Oh, no, no, no. We gonna turn up, man, because I got some <laughs> shit to get off my chest because I didn't seen some people yeah. yesterday. You know what I'm saying? People I ain't seen in years. You know? We ain't gonna, you know, we ain't gonna get too into it. Yeah. Now, we got my other people sitting here. Yo, I literally told um, the homie, mutual friend D. Murph. Murph, what up? Shout out to Murph, man. I was like, Murph, man, I remember starting up with these guys and now these niggas is like the Beatles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These niggas is full grown rock stars, man. And I got wifey. Damn. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I ain't gonna hold you. That's the best part of the podcast. Exactly. It really is, though. That's why I started. That's why I went first with it. That's why I just started first. And the homie Spitz. Man, what's up, man? Reviews from the seven, man. man. We ain't been together since the wedding. Yeah, the last time we were together. Yo, wild. Long time. Long time. Because that was the day Nip died. That was. Yeah. It happened when it To be fair, that live show was after the wedding. <laughs> so I think that live show was probably the last time we were all together. Oh. That was in May. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah, yes. the wedding was. No, it was. My wedding was April 1st. Every- that was like May that was- 20. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. You, right, you were really drunk that night? So, like. Dante was out of it. I was out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was out of it. Dante, like, literally had all my white co-workers, you know, my professional journalists, like, can you know him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you still get drunk before live shows or no? I've been now to three of your shows, but yeah, three of your shows. You still drink beforehand or you chill? The second one, I was pretty toasted. This one, I didn't drink it much. I didn't drink it all. That's odd, because really. you came out and took your shirt off immediately. <laughs> Man, it was hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was legit hot. I was like, oh shit, I, this ain't gonna last. Oh, I'm gonna sweat this shit. I was like, damn, I got 90s R&B spent on the stage right there. <laughs> no, I didn't drink that much. Okay, okay, you just naturally hot on this last yeah. one. Okay. Man, oh, and those lights. Oh, lights always. Shout out, man. It's a it's a pleasure. Nah, man. I had to have y'all on here, man. Especially Kel. You know, even though Kel is like your third time this year, I want to say. Man, I got nothing but time for the show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but I I had to get Dante, man. Like I literally remember the very first time Kel linked the two of us up. It was me and Nikki. Shout out to Nick. Shut out. We was looking for a graphic design, and then Kel was like, yo, this is who you do it. He yeah. does work for y'all, for yeah. views and whatnot. And then from there, we linked up, got on the show, took me. First time that I realized that I was, like, actually living in Vegas, because yeah. we was on the west side, <laughs> I was going to say. We, we yeah. was in the heart of the west side. You feel me? Like. God, what was it? Convention Center Road, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that was all bad. <laughs> so glad y'all moved. Yo. Shout out to the old studio, man. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that was trash. Yo, yeah, that's, that was I was like, bad. oh shit, man. That's where we had our first show at. For real? Green back, yeah. That's Damn. where our first show was at before we started. That's yeah. what's up, man. Uh, hamburger Hut was right down the block. That's the yeah. best thing about it. Anyone listening that isn't in Vegas, uh, risk your life. And take a chance of going to Hamburger Hut. And, I swear to uh, God. It's, it's well worth it. And don't get a hamburger if you know you know. For people with a, uh, you eat hamburgers from there, don't you? <laughs> no, I just... Uh, once? And it wasn't bad. They toast the bread and everything. It's not bad. I'm never going to find like out. the links, though. I like the links. The links I, I don't even want to get the chicken no more. Oh. 
The Lynx is. Oh, you real hood. Yeah. They good, though. They are very good. I didn't know West Coast people were hood, right? So I moved here from New York. So shit's a lot different. <laughs> so I was like, there's no projects here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people can't be hood if there's no projects. Yeah. <laughs> right? I didn't just, my mind didn't coordinate. Right. I was like, you got a backyard? And you hood? <laughs> Even then, like, they're like, nah, like, we got projects out here. And the shit was like two stories. Right. I was like, you know how much this is in New York? Like, yeah. this shit's a brownstone without a stoop. And y'all motherfuckers living good. So I was like, yo, people can't be hood. Then I remember seeing my cousins from LA. They're like, yeah, it was cool. Went to their crib. This motherfucker had, this is literally all they had to eat in their crib was wheat bread mm. where their mama bought on food stamps. So you had to buy all the bread on the first and freeze it in the deep freezer. So he took out deep freezer wheat bread. <laughs> they didn't have a toaster. He put that shit in the oven. Warmed it up from frozen to warm. Yeah. No mayo. That's why I'm like, we don't like mayo, I get right? No. But Miracle Whip. Yes. Slathered Miracle Whip on the wheat bread and made a fucking hot link out of a box. Like the box opens and then it got plastic. And then there, it's like red plastic. Yeah, that's. Like they come like. <laughs> It's a box with a a brick of red plastic. And then he took a big ass hot lake out. (laughs) Oh, oh, you talking about the oh they got the box box. Yeah, yeah, that's poverty right there. And then he just I forgot about the box that opened like a book. Yo, he ain't he ain't I was like, what the fuck? It reminded me of Hooked on Phonics, and this is how I like date myself. Like if anyone like grew up in the early nineties, they had hooked on phonics to learn how to fucking read. So like you open that shit, it was very briefcase like. And then I was like, yo, he's gonna slice it. Maybe we get some grill marks on this motherfucker. Nope, left the, the hot link all together, put it on one piece of bread, not a sandwich. One piece of bread like it was a fucking hot dog. Yeah. Just rolled up the bread. Milk with hot link bread. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You didn't cook it? No, he cooked it. Oh, okay. I'm like, what did he do? Because he no, no, no. He put it in the, he put it in the oven and cooked it. Okay, that okay. Because he bricks and but, shit. <laughs> no, but like even when you cook that shit, I was like, all right, already this is wild hood. But then when you cook it, I was like, all right, by this time we're mad hungry. And I'm like, yo, just give me mine. He's like, nah. I was like, what do you mean nah? Nah, you gotta wait five minutes. He's like, are you fucking letting this rest like a gourmet steak? <laughs> you bite that motherfucker. Yo, you, you. Yo, right? hell yeah. The juices come. Yeah, yeah. That was my experience, and I was like, yo, nah, these motherfuckers way more hood than us. I'm like, I go get a hot dog in New York. I eat that shit instantly. What do you mean I gotta let this? Yeah, you gotta let this. This full of juice. I should have burned shit out. Especially boiled it or anything like that. Well, whoever came to, you know, the projects was knocked down. I wanna say. Early to mid 2000, when they like knocked all the projects down. So, to be said, I am paying an establishment to give me the biggest struggle meal I've ever seen in my life. I ain't going somewhere and ordering a fucking hot lick. Like, I couldn't do it. Because I've seen seen the worst. It's like a little, you know, let me eat this while I wait for my chicken. That's wild. All the hood spots, all the hood spots got, got a specialty though. Like, so Bell's. Their specialty is they make a great breakfast. Mm-hmm. Bell's Market. Yes, I know what you're talking about. That's right next to, uh, shout out to Skinny. It's right next to it. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, Bell's Market got a great bre- breakfast. All right. Uh, McNeil's has a great hot link. McNeil's got a great hot link. 
I feel like that's not too tough. But all right, like it's a great like people just go in there for the hot link. That's it. Just like go up to the counter, they make a hot link. Uh, I'm a TikTok myself. You just go into hood. like fucking real hood West Side spot. And, you got, and then Bells, Bells, you, you used to go up in there for the meat too, right next to Bells. I can't remember what they do. Then there's the fish market. And then that's Mario's. Yeah, yeah Mario. Yeah, you gotta eat that right away, though. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> you, gotta eat the, you gotta eat Mario's right away. I swear to God, my first hood Vegas moment was Kwanzaa. I wanna say. I lived in the hood, by the way. Look at I didn't live in the hood. I lived like. They call that shit Central Vegas, but this nigga says I lived on the east side. Yeah, you know, but. Where were you? He like, lived behind the green man. door. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. The green door was his think. backyard. Yeah, that's what people think the West Side is. <laughs> yeah, and like, Q Club. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First, oh, wow. I was man. like, yo. Wait, you talking about the one on Karen? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you, you had action over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first spot was on Karen. Like, niggas broke into my shit. You yeah, feel you me? can't walk in there with no. <laughs> they gotta know you just like, and I knew it was some little niggas because all my TVs, my laptops, my PlayStation was gone. Yeah, that shit broke uh, my yeah. heart. And them niggas like left like Seven Eleven cups all over my fucking Damn. living room. Oh, they shit. was chilling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that was the kickback. <laughs> nah, but fucking Kwanzaa, because my granddad used to live in Vegas. He usually stay um, two blocks north. Of Doolittle. Um, okay. Yeah. Child. Yeah. You know, my mom used to come out here. You know, she, she say, I'm a Doolittle baby. And I'm like, all right. But um, I was the Kwanzaa uh, special with the with the little boys doing the stepping. Um, I can't even Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The hot steppers? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know the fucking. Like the, the, the. Like the little Kappa League yeah, and stuff. The, oh, okay. So we talking about two different set of boys. Then. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. oh you know, hot steppers, you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. 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 No, like the little okay, Kappa League, you, you know, a little. Boys, you know, be stepping up. Little coming of age. No, no, no. Yeah. That would be That would be more. That would be more that's what it was. No, I was, no, I was, different, I was different like, different type of hot stuff right there. They still got to do it. He like, shit. Yeah. got to be like going on. We in his 40s. I ain't going to lie to you. Tell slick back, be doing shit. I ain't going to lie to you. I thought, of, I thought of that exact dude like a month ago. It's a wild off topic. But I was watching a fucking, because um, my daughter's weird. And, you know, she's a teenager. She was watching a Saucy Santana. Video, mm, same with my Dr. Gabe, and I was like, "Yo, you think this shit is transformative? I'm like, this guy been doing this on the West Side yeah. for thirty years. Not new. How mad is he right now? Like this motherfucker's on stage with Beyonce. Like he went. With, it was a Madonna performance. Madonna brought him, and I was like, "Yo, this other guy on the fucking West Side is just tight. He stole his whole gimmick." It's like soldier bar oh, for bar. Like every Dr. Martin Luther King Ray, he don't care who on the get your ass off the way. It's like my, my show. Nah. I was like, damn, he was saucy Santana before saucy Santana. But that was like the first time I realized like real West Coast gangs yeah. and shit. Oh, yeah. You know, because like in Chicago, it's just like Stones, GDs, yeah. you know. Yeah. I grew up around Bloods, but they were like Belizean, you yeah. know, so they had like an accent with their shit. Yeah. But like, I remember leaving that, cere- that 
coming of age, whatever, homie was like, hey, blood, hey, blood. Like, he didn't even finish mm, yeah. his fucking D's. There was no D's in that shit. <laughs> I was like, fuck, nigga. <laughs> and I just left because I went to Mario's for the first time. I was like, I fucking like this shit, you yeah. know? It's a little hood, but I fuck with it. And then I go back to my crib because I literally stayed right behind the Smiths on Sahara in Maryland. Jesus. Yeah, that's literally, <laughs> it's literally where I stayed. Yeah. It's all <laughs> and I go to there. Jesus. And then this is little, this is little nigga. Like, hey, cuz you got some money um, for my AAU team? And I was like, this nigga. He said, "Hey, cut!" And you asking for a donation? You right? Over right. hey, you basketball team and shit. <laughs> Motherfucker had a wicked crossover. Yeah, <laughs> no jumpshot. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, these are some real, you know, bloods yeah. and crips, man. Because niggas weren't finishing their words. They was all dressed up in blue, and I had on blue, and they were staring at me. And I was like, mm. damn, I thought I was safe. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's too many West Coast gangs. I was also very confused by that. But, but shit, I. Everybody be talking about Las Vegas. I'm like that when it comes to California. Like, where are the projects at? Like, oh, where everybody be down. taking the pictures with all mm-hmm. the palm trees and yeah. shit. That's like, mm-hmm. fam. When I if I get killed next to a palm tree, <laughs> yo, I I went to Cali one time, just driving, just minding my folks' business, chilling, driving. And someone's like, "Oh my god, you over there?" I was like, "Yeah." Like my, I don't know, time like Yelp. It was yeah. like, "Yeah," like some dope barbecue spot over here. Like no, you you between Grape Street and Nutty Block. Oh, you <laughs> I was like, what the Get fuck the is fuck this? Out of there. I was like, these are normal fucking houses. Yeah. No, I was like, yo, I don't I give up, man. Like, that's how I am. I'm just wear a white tee, it's a fucking gray shorts, and keep moving. I don't like, wear I don't wear fitted caps anymore because of West Coast. Oh, that does uh, Chicago turn you off of that too, right? Yeah, but I don't wear it anymore <laughs> because of that. But like, they're they're out there. It just, you just you know they're not gonna. Of course, it's not gonna be on mainstream type of you know mm-hmm. media or anything like that. But it's like if you go deep into Watts, you gonna know that you need to get the fuck out of there. People still no. bang bang. Yeah, what? I mean, outside of Skinny turning his. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that is a uh, culture that's deeply bred. In but I thought they was gentrifying all of that. No, it's still the some places out there that look. I don't think people no. really game like anybody could game bang now. Like you buy yourself in a game bang, like Chris Brown or like some stupid no, shit. I got some. So no, boy. they're being extorted. People still game bang. They're being extorted. Fuck yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like they're oh, paying them, for yeah, their membership. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can pay your way into this shit. It's <laughs> a frat. <laughs> yeah, it's, you pay it's for something out I mean, there. You got some dudes that's like ser- seriously retarded. Like I remember, <laughs> no, like some, a couple weeks ago, I was with wife and them and. Uh, <laughs> And I, I was telling them, I was like, man, this dude, he's a little nuts. Everybody can see that he was nuts. <laughs> he like break out and like see him Mariah Carey and shit, and you know what I mean, and, and all that. Did he like a snap back out of it? Did he be like, blood? Which you know song? What I mean? No, no. I mean, we belong together. We belong together. He knew that shit. Word for word. It was like, yeah, he, he's really, you know, he's really I ain't gonna like lie that. to you. Ain't shit scarier than a game banger singing Mariah Carey. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like you could tell. You could tell it was kind of like was yeah. terrifying. Like that motherfucker kills people, He's but like, he also go, loves his mama. Like, the the like let's go kick it. Like, Damn. Where do you? We both live in Vegas. We live in completely opposite versions of Las Vegas. Nah, Kel, you said because remember you chose that shit. 
Oh, yeah, I ain't fucking with you. This nigga... I live in Henderson, FYI. This nigga over here, man, I'm broke, you know, I ain't got no... Back when you ain't had your car. Yeah, I ain't have shit. He was like, I ain't doing shit. And I was like, well, why don't you and, you know, your lady, you just moved back to, you know, in the city. He said, Doug, half with nothing, nigga. That's what that bitch (laughs) left me with. (laughs) She left me with half with nothing. (laughs) All right? I was was staying up on the east side. All of Sahara Dallas. Yeah. I ain't going back, nigga. Facts. <laughs> he said, I ain't going back. Listen, most divorce life is rough. <laughs> Listen, at my TV, at a 60-inch TV, a book bag, which I still yeah. got. Shout out to that corner. And hey. then uh, I had an Xbox and a laptop. Yeah. That's all you need in life, dog. Hey, man, I still got my backpack. Old girl Look gave at you me. Now. See? Oh, Look at you now. Yes. See? Right, my man. ex-wife is tight. <laughs> <laughs> Asking me for discount. I'm, listen, she's a great woman now. But text me a couple days ago, like, yo, you get a Disney discount? You fucking know I get a Disney discount. So me like, and Kel bonded that, man. We married the city girls. Hey, man. I, I tell this story all the time. I met him. Scammer Central. I met him because we so happened to impregnate best friends at the same time. And that's the only way I met him. Fuck West Middle School. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. For the record. Same time. <laughs> but we had no clue. I just knew him as the guy who knocked up her best friend, who played ball every day by Cheyenne High School. And then by the time I met him, I was like, yeah, this motherfucker does play ball. No shirt on. He had a six-pack at a time. And then he'd just go out there to the outdoor basketball courts every night, give people buckets. And then that's how I guess she fucking met him. That was the end of the story. So I was just like, oh, okay, like, dude's cool. But that's how we met, like, when we were yeah. younger. So uh, shout out to our kids who are now damn near grown. Yeah. But, yeah. It's over. We, we, it's we, over. Yeah. <laughs> we linked back up. He was like, you divorced. I'm like, hey, man, we're divorced. Divorced. That's how y'all bonded. That's how yeah, we bonded, man. Dodge that motherfucker. It's all bad. And Kelvin, I met your ass. It was through my ex. And she was like, this man, yeah. he he engaged. He got a bunch of kids. I do. <laughs> and he divorced, and he twenty seven. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, how does nigga get like three kids? Yeah, she gave you his whole life. You know? Yeah, you, you know how y'all three be. kids is a lot of kids. It's like, oh, right, that's not a whole lot. That's all. You have three kids is a lot of fucking kids. <laughs> I mean, I had three by 21. Mm-hmm. Hence, I closed up shop. <laughs> shout, shout out to the best Yeah, dog. man. Uh, <laughs> but three by 21, I was like, yo, I'm Yeah. Because the pace? Yeah, back to back. I'm at like 13 by 30. Like, yeah. uh, I'm on some whole other shit. <laughs> nah, so like, I did the math. Yeah. And I was like, nah, like, this this is it. But, nah, yeah, three, three a lot of fucking kids. It's a lot. I mean, I, was- I like it now. That's why they don't tell like you. They got are done. Like, we done. Like yeah, like once they get older, like they kind of they cook their own breakfast. Yeah, they're self sufficient. They, yeah, they chill. They like you, you play out. video games, you can watch YouTube. Yeah. Like you do like Dark. coach, or they just want to be left alone. So you gotta hunt them down. So like, remember how happy cool. you was when you did the uh, your uh, open enrollments for the first time? Oh, this nigga should still make me happy <laughs> this day. This nigga, this nigga came to work. Because he ain't never did it before until we worked together. He's like, Doug, I get to do these open enrollments and shit. I ain't got to pay for no shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm here, nigga. But I'm like, what is going on with this guy? Happy day, Doug. <laughs> it changed, changed your life. Like, getting 
it's weird because we're not that old. Yeah. But like kids will make your ass old quick. Because of So like getting older and like your kids getting older, you find like pleasure and like the simplest shit. Like, <laughs> like I'll never forget the day I signed my divorce papers, and I was just like, in the divorce papers, it was like no need for child support. You just gotta pay this amount. And I was like, I'm so fucking happy because it never got to change. Yeah. Now I'm five years deep. I'm like, she don't get no more money, no more money from yeah. me. I'm broke as hell when I agreed to this. I'm good money. Yeah, they take like a stupid little amount out of my check. We I'm did. Like, the, you can have uh, that dumb shit. We did the joint divorce. Mm. Yeah. Uh, my mom did the papers, and I was looking at the papers. I'm like, yeah, mom, get her ass back. <laughs> I ain't had to make shit. Nothing. Shout out to mom. Yo, I ain't had to make shit. Now I give the kids money off the strip. Like, nah, yo, here, like, y'all got your own bank yeah. account. You get your own bank account. Your mom gets thirty-seven dollars and fifty cents a week. I know that shit down to the science. And then the kids get the whole. Uh, so mind you, as this nigga telling me his whole life story at work and shit, because it was just the we two of us, you know, on the weekend, on the Saturday and Sunday and shit. I'm like, mm, this guy might know some shit, you know, in terms of, you know, because I was going through some shit yeah. in a relationship. You know, he might know some shit. I was like, yo, man, we going through some shit right now. You know what I'm saying? This nigga, thug. You got to pop up at a crib, man. You got to pop up at a job. You got to pop up at a job. You got to pop up at a job. And I was like, nigga, what? To be fair, she was like curving him and not answering a very serious question. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, you got to pop up on her then. like. It was the I love you. It was the love you question. You know, she was just like, you she know, went silent. You, she a went good, radio you, silent. you a good boyfriend. I was like, the fuck? You a good boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Spanish for her. It ain't looking at Yeah, her. you know, this and nigga like, show up to the job, nigga. <laughs> what time she get off? Yeah. What time you get off? And I was just like, you kind of need a direct answer at some point. <laughs> but again, let the record show, you're doing well for yourself now. So oh. my advice wasn't horrible. Oh, I'm, 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 what, what, what she miserable? She I don't know. You tell me, Kill. I ain't talking to her. Does that make a difference? It Fuck you. Yeah. What? She's, well, sing- she's single. I take pleasure. Oh. Every day. High pleasure. It's seeing my ex's struggle. 100%. She just wasn't in it. I'm telling you what it was. Oh, she we know. Yeah, after, after years of therapy and reading all the goddamn books and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> therapy is good one. Throw it, man. I'll never forget. I know that pain, boy. Man, I'll never forget. And this, shit, this is like my funniest dog story. Yeah, here he go. The funniest shit. And I got a paraphrase at this point, but the shit had me dying. He got so hyped. I believe it was Valentine's Day. He was like, yo, I'm going to do a staycation with her. No, it wasn't Valentine's Day. It was, was like it the month birthday? before. Okay. Just, just oh, cause. her birthday month or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So yeah. it's for her birthday. So See, that's going to be just cousin. It was January. She should come back and bite you. No, January. Just cousins get expensive. Dead ass. That's why you don't do it. That was like her birthday month or something. She was like, yo, I'm going to do a staycation. I'm going to treat her, blah, blah. So when he came for his recruitment trip to the new station we're at, mind you, Doug's like 26 at this point. He was like, yo, they put us up at what is now the Westgate. Okay. He was like, yo, they put us up at Westgate, but the room was cool. Like, I enjoyed it. All right. So he's like, I'm going to get a room there, but I'm going to get the better room. And at this point, he knows the end is coming at work. So he's like, yo, I know they're not going to fucking renew my contract. I got to get my next job. He's saving, saving, saving. But he's like, fuck it. This is the one thing I'm going to spend on. Mind you, he still got this warrant. So, <laughs> so he comes down to like, yo, I'll pay that. 
in a couple checks. <laughs> right. I'm gonna make her feel special for the birthday. He's like, yo, I got a room. I, boom, I got the room at the Westgate. I was, I, uh, cool. Him and her go and get to the hotel room. And it's something along these lines where she walks in and she's like, oh. <laughs> wow, wow. When I tell you she did not like this room, to the point Doug texts me, he's like, yo, I might have to switch hotels. Because <laughs> she's that, like, underwhelmed oh, no. by this trip. And he put so much money into this. Like, when he wow. didn't have to, you went out to the fancy dinner, beat. all this shit. And I was like, yo, this <laughs> yeah. might be... This might be it. <laughs> Could have went to El Cortez. When you're doing contracts and contracts, ne- contract negotiations, mm-hmm. how do you know? Like, what you mean? Because Kel was like, you knew the end was coming. Oh, they just weren't fucking with me. Yeah. You know, like every time I tried to take time off, they would just be, you know, real upset about it and shit. And, you know, once they start sending you emails, you know, they documenting shit. That's yeah. when the end is near. You know, and news is weird because like you either sign a two year or three year. Yeah. So you know, like, yo, it's time to start talking about like my next Mm -hmm. three. Yeah. And when it's crickets, yeah, it's just like, and then I'm not coming back. Yeah, and then plus they like had me do like these performance improvement plans. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. So 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 once that. So once that shit is documented, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They literally just documented like this nigga ain't doing shit. You, just, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But Maybe. thankfully, other places know when your three year comes up in news and like entertainment and sports and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but like other, they have headhunters and shit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like they know when your deals are up. Yeah. So places will start coming at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like, cool. yo, you about to yeah. be a free agent. Like, yeah. yo, you want to fly you in? Let's talk. Let's do this. Let's do that. So, uh, yeah, I remember Doug was like, yo, they're calling me from this, this. I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like, because regardless of what people think of you, like, the work showcases itself. Yeah. yeah. So they see your work, and they're just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, it was several over. Several people who didn't like his personality. Yeah, it's because I was black. But they told, yeah, they told <laughs> us we laughed too loud. like, oh, your personality is black. Yeah. yeah. They told us we laughed too loud in the newsroom. Yeah. Oh. Cause we were having a good time. Yeah, we fucking um. I knew I knew it was over when I took off Valentine's Day, um, and my boss was pissed. You know, I gave him like a twenty-four hour notice or whatnot. He was like, "You can't be doing this." I get called in that Valentine's Day was a Friday. Her birthday was like a Wednesday. That Wednesday. He called me in on Monday. She was like, look, man, you signed this piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? We ain't just gonna, we not gonna do this no more. And I was like, fuck, shit. That's when I knew it was over, though. Like, literally, that was it. I was like, I get fired for spending Valentine's Day with my girl? It's crazy. Yeah, like, meanwhile, other people taking trips to Tahoe, you know what I'm saying? Calling off the morning of. So you didn't didn't even get to the end of your contract? I did. So yeah. fortunately, they let me ride it out for the last three months. You know, and those were the hardest three months ever. <laughs> but it was a uh, we ain't giving you another one. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, like, the, oh, yeah, it was. It was literally like your contract ends on this day. Yeah, that's it. Because it's yeah. tough for them to bring someone in, train them mm-hmm. for like your shifts, all this shit. Like, yeah, that's like literally your show. Like, yeah. so they'll bring someone in like a month before you're done. News is fucking weird. They'll bring someone in a month before you're done and have mm-hmm. you train. Them. Yep. That's to do your go. job. That's how it go. So and, it's just like... And then literally that Monday, 
I got let go. And then that Thursday, no, that Friday morning is when the relationship ended. And I ended up going to your bachelor party. Yeah. That night, too. Oh, and drunk as skunk. <laughs> Why didn't I make that? Um, You worked. It was a weeknight. Oh, oh shit. I had on a weeknight. And, job, uh, yeah, your route. Fuck. I don't know. That was like when you worked shitty hours for some reason and you were up at 4 a.m. or something stupid. That's when you, you first took on. Oh, yeah, first, it was. It was when I first, first started. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah. you had switched to, like, I guess it might have been a promotion. Yeah. yeah. But your hours were horrible. Yeah. Like, you might have yeah. been off, like, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, yeah, I was like, yo, yeah. what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to sleep. Like, like you had yeah. no time to yeah. chill. Yeah, you're right, you're like, right. I was just wow. like, God damn. I remember that, because I was in that damn thing. I was, because you did like a whole fucking scavenger hunt it type it shit. It was like a pub crawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was excited you came about to it. to my wedding between working. So my wedding was on a yeah, Sunday. Yeah, it was on Sunday and I had to go mm-hmm. back. And yeah. you worked yeah. like I the next that. day. Yeah. yeah. I literally like, remember that shit, man. Because I did like, that fucking crawl hard. with you. Yeah, yeah, now, you hard, yeah. Now, you, now you good. Now I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> right yeah. Boy, I was so sad during you, your you bachelor party, kill. That was like the saddest I had ever been. So, right, in so an aside no, aside even then. Cause she Doug almost fought somebody at my bachelor I've never fought for like 30 oh, seconds. Shit. For like 30 seconds, Doug almost fought somebody. What happened? So, my, uh. I was in my feelings. Yeah, it was, my peeps, cool, but my wife's, like, fam was there. And, like, close, you know, high school friends. I invited all of them. So, again, we, she grew up in Henderson. So a lot of white people. Okay. The white people are not the problem. Mm-hmm. They have a very close family friend who is black, but he is Henderson black. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Doug's chilling, and white. all night, <laughs> white people love the hangover movie. Right. Absolutely. People don't leave oh Henderson. Oh, my God. Like, people don't leave Henderson at all, ever. Right? Yeah, so like that is their aim Going to the street, like, to the strip, is like a fucking vacation. So... Go to strip, everything's the hangover, right? Right. So we chill, we're drinking already. Doug comes. The black guy, who's the family friend. I'm the token. He's like, oh, it's black Doug. Because of the hangover. <laughs> so we chilling, what? and Doug pulls me to the side. He's like, so call me black Doug? I was like, Doug, we're good. So we sober at this point. Doug's like, all right, let's uh, go run this course. Doug's like, whatever. We start getting drunk on the pub crawl. We reach stop three, which is Ellis Island. We fucked up. Doug gets his drink. And Doug's oh. just like, yo, you gonna stop calling me black? Like, like Doug had, had enough at this point. Because the liquor kicked in. And oh. What was he thinking? He exactly. Was, he was, was so shocked. Was, at that, was, was, that was the end of it. I was like, yo, Doug's about to call him black Doug. And like, then, I could see letting one slide. No, you calling no. me this all night. But he looked at him like, when Doug said it, he looked back at Doug like, but I'm black. And, and then Doug was like, 
Now that I got the context, if I was there, I'd have been crying. I'd have been crying the entire time. Black Belly is hilarious. Oh my god, and you can see Doug getting more and more tight. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, I was I was definitely um <laughs> not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was not even in the oh, mood. Like, I was like, Nah, Doug, come on, we just gonna he's, go he's take like, Nah, he cool. Like, you know how you know we try to you know. He's like, Nah, he cool. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Better, he cool. You know the show. Nah, he would know some better. Like, like what? The first one cool, but you another oh, one no. Because I, I don't think you I'm, don't, I'm, you're not getting to it. I never formally met her, but did she pop up at the wedding? Oh. My ex? Yeah. Yeah, she was there. Yeah, she was there. Mm-hmm. Cause it's your 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 movements. I <laughs> oh. I understood. So no, he really got not, tight and not, found a corner. I not said, yep, only did I so, get it. He got tight, she popped up, he got tight. Cool, he was chilling. Found his own corner. He's drinking. I get it. He's like, yo, we can be cordial. She then walks to the corner where he's at. Cause it was like by the pool, you know, those rocks yeah. or whatever. He's chilling, he's sipping his drink. I'm chilling. I'm on dance floor. I yeah. look over. She walks over to him. Can we talk? And they're oh, in deep conversation oh, for 30 minutes. And that was the last time I saw Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, she really wanted to have the like at the wedding. At the wedding. That was awesome, a regular like, thing. No. No. Oh, she yeah. had them like three months later. Like, are you okay? Talk oh, at the now, see, yeah, like like you just trying to down talk my man like yeah. he's sharp the curls are curling <laughs> what is it what oh, does it look crazy. like he's doing bad and I felt bad because I because I was supposed to drop Nikki off home <laughs> just you know Nikki. but Nikki you know was talking to her and stuff and I was like look Nick either you're going now or I'm out you know what I'm saying she's like okay I'll, I'll stay I'm like all right I'm out you know wow <laughs> damn shout out man yeah man. But look at us I'm now. Glad we she's stagnant though. And y'all all work together? <laughs> no, she worked with um at the ABC station. Okay. And we worked at the CBS. Okay. So she worked at thirteen. We worked at Channel Eight. I don't know. Are, so are you actively dating now, or I mean, no, oh, that was a good question. Oh, that shit. Was I was about some to. Some time ago. Um. Yeah. So after her, I definitely did date. <laughs> I did. I uh, dated in Denver. Run of white women. No, just one. Hell, chill. It was at least two. It was one. It was Mormon? No. A two and an educated Jamaican. You know how it is, right? <laughs> it'd it be like one white woman, it's, you, all of a sudden you miss the white bitches. Right. You know, one big bitch, all of a sudden you miss the big bitches. No, yeah. it was at least two white women. <laughs> Nigga, you're alive. One same Mariah you was trying. You was trying. Um, shit. I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> My memory took dollars too. One saved Mariah Carey and the other one was like a hippie. But after that, you know, we went back home. <laughs> but that is a hippie. A hippie white hippie. woman in the night? Wow. She's woman. more like a, a California Beach kind of girl. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jenny. Essentially. Yeah, last time I dated someone was like November. She was kind of like lying to me because I was like, hey, yo, when the last time you broke up with your dude, you know? She's like, oh, it's been a while. You know, I was like, okay, cool. And then I asked again, like, the next day. Because, you know, you don't want to pressure, you know, these right. women, you know. Next day is quite, quite quick. No, not the next day. The next date. Oh, okay. And then next, you know, she was like, um, we broke up in, uh, she was like, August. And I was like, when in August? She was like, like, last week of August. I was like, we met the first week of September. And they was and they were living together. Oh, that's dangerous. 
Shit yeah. happens, though. <laughs> and you know my heel therapy ass. I'm like, mm, you got to sit back and heal, girl. You know what I'm saying? Kel talking me out of it. I you can't know. be a hypocrite, dog. Shit, <laughs> you, you don't know when you're going to meet the love of your life. Like, <laughs> That's true. Like, That's true. It's very much so true. Like, if you happen to meet the love of your life and you still look but, at your ex, and then, you know. But the problem that I've had with particular women is is that they've been comparing me to their exes. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I actually like them like them, or I actually just want to get to know them, and I might not want to fuck on the first night. You know what I'm saying? And they always, like, compare Mm-hmm. You know, me to that. So the next, you know, it's this huge thing, and yeah. When'd you become the nice guy in dating? Because he's always a nice guy. Like obviously, like you can hear from this conversation, like he's he's Ronnie Romance, and they're like taking it back. Uh, when'd you become the nice guy? Was it wifey? Like the I don't the think first I ever did. So wifey was like the first like nice guy experience. Because again, if you guys don't listen to Views from Seven, take a listen. Like they're amazing, mm-hmm. but. I've heard the story <laughs> of how y'all got together, and then she ended up coming out here, yeah. leaving San Diego. So then you are some like nice guy shit by then. But like that was your first nice guy experience. I'm loving how she's waiting for him to yeah. answer. <laughs> I mean, Do you know the answer to this question. No, I think we. I think well, we we had a we had a good time together the first time we got together. I think we had a good time, but. And we like really liked each other, but I think either I made it clear or I did say like it would be hard for me to kind of like take this serious if she wasn't here. Uh, and then you know what I mean? She, she kind of said, "Fuck it, say less." Um, you know what I mean? And I was kind of like that was kind of like the end of that, really. So I was like, "Cool, she with it, I'm with it," and you know what I mean? We built from there, but dating wise, nah. He was getting, he was getting a, he was getting either getting dinner or a movie. You never getting both. <laughs> are you coming to the room? Are you coming to the house? That was kind of funny. Yeah, I'm fine with my right friend. Because I looked at dating differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going like, to do this. You got some wild ass stories too. So I ain't here. <laughs> yes. Let's say everybody yes. listening. She yes. R.I.P. Like, to the form of no. pie, man. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you got to yeah, some man. wild ass stories too. I was waiting for that. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> honest to God, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of shows, all this shit. I may have never laughed harder to a podcast than when... Your show, it maybe it was maybe last month of your show, mm-hmm. and there was a topic about dating people with large appendages. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought this to then views. <laughs> yes. This motherfucking conversation, bro. I am in my car. I pull over. I'm almost crying. Yo. Oh, man. And I was like, this is the realest shit I've ever heard. And it is so great because everyone else just stops talking. And it's just you two. (laughs) It was the normal four and like a guest. Nobody else is talking on this motherfucking show. It's five people. Everybody stops talking. And it's just you and her. And we're trying to figure out, like, yo, 
she's really about to tell all her dating business on this motherfucking show. And then you're chilling, but everybody, you say something, everybody come to you. How do you feel? (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Well, I'm pretty, I mean, I'm I'm pretty open about, like, what I did, what I did, what I used to do, what I didn't want. So she knows the majority of it. Yes. She knows the majority of it. So Mm -hmm. really what she's hearing ain't nothing. I've never heard it in reverse. And that's what made me laugh so much. It's because whether that's the case or not, she's probably very open if you've heard it. Hearing it in reverse on the podcast had me in fucking tears. But see, that's we have that type of relationship though. Like especially when it comes to like podcasting, we know that when we show up, we have to be our authentic selves. Like I can't show up and be like, "Oh, I've never been with another man before." You're the only man that I, you know. Even though I have two kids, before we got together, I don't remember any of that. Like we have to to be real and be honest. So and you know. Y'all have listened to yes. me. You he cannot is, be worse than like, him. Like, I can so never like, be worse than him. Like, I, you know, I, when, he first, when he first started podcasting, I mean, I used to fuss at him all the time. Like, oh, really? So you went on there and said blah, blah, blah. And then after a while, you start, you gain a thicker skin. It's like, okay, Good well, that's, you. you know, that's your your story. Okay, well, I got a story, too. Yeah. Like, we're going to both talk about it. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, let's talk about it. I think it works in the it works in a grand scheme of things because one, it puts us at a relatable level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never yeah. wanted to be like the fucking high, high and mighty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I mean, we struggle with shit just like y'all do. You know? Yeah. Um, and it also, as far as our show go, it puts you know her and women in a different light because people are so used to people are so used to women being like all timid, not mm-hmm. really. You know what I'm saying? She get her shit off. I'm glad you do that, though. Yeah. I think think it brings a a bigger dynamic for views overall with you being there. Yeah, we we, we be around (laughs) we be around women all the time. Like, even when me and, you know, me and her get into it, we have arguments. They don't have to be, like, super, you know, serious and Mm -hmm. disrespectful and shit, but we have arguments, like, in front of the guys and shit, and sometimes they'll be looking like she be talking her shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But me, I'm like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we be around so many people, we be around so many uh, other couples and other women to where they like all s- silent and timid and don't really be, you know what I mean? Don't really be talking, can't talk unless, men, you know, the man say so. Or try to be just, too masculine. That's just not, like that. that dynamic I don't like, you know what I'm saying? So like, get your, you know, get your shit off. All right, question. Uh-oh. No, it's a good question. Go ahead. So has podcasting helped your relationship? Because uh, it seems like podcasting just bleeds over to normal life now. Where you it is. Just it's like, not really. Like you could just now be unabashed like your normal selves. Because you're like, yo, listen. Yeah. Like when we get done recording, we'll be like, oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was bad. After y'all don't cut deep and shit. But if y'all in a room with like other couples, everybody else is like, tip, like so y'all could be more open in a room of other couples, because you're like, yo, we. Well, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't speak for her, but when we are around other couples, I'm immediately looking at the woman, because I can tell, well, you know, she's being a little timid, or she's trying to say what everybody wants to hear, or you know what I mean? She's trying to put on a pretty look because of her, her dude, or he don't want her talking, or you know, speak up when spoken to, shit like that. Those are the shits that look, you know, stick out to me. 
Mm. And she's not like that. We know how that relationship. <laughs> now she be like, you have <laughs> But you know, he, he creates that environment for me, though, too. Because, you know, a lot of men are not able to take that type of energy. They don't. True. They do not, you know, they don't want you to talk your shit. It's like, okay, you, you said enough. And that's it. But he wants me to be vocal. You know what I mean? He wants me to be myself and to get my shit off because that's what he does too. So it's like we have to have the equal opportunity. And I appreciate that about that's interesting. What we have. Yeah. First, first couple of podcasts. Yeah, oh, man. Right? Look at that. Shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All in love and shit, man. Yeah. So I want to do two brand new segments on this. Okay. And I wanted to try this out with y'all. I know a lot of other podcasters do this, and I really love it. So I want to give everybody a chance to ask me the tough question. You know, the question, okay. you know, that, you know, people be trying to be too timid about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Shane, I'm going to start with you. Oh, you want to say? Yeah. <laughs> Or whoever wants to go first. Ladies first. But I would like the lady to go first. <laughs> the lady to go first? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I think I just asked you one of the hard questions about I don't know. It's not really hard? No. Okay. So what Everybody is, asked okay, me. Okay, so, so, so what me. what exactly are you are you looking for in a woman? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I think the crown is not... <laughs> Ideal, sir. You've been sipping the same drink right. all month. Yeah, man, you, been... man, you got you heavy handed. You ain't drinking. I don't taste no juice. It's all cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> it's half and half ratio. Crown and cranberry, yo. Um, so it's what? Good. This is my crown. first time having these. It's, um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It'd be greater. It'd taste be this. a lot better on ice. Watch this. Delicious. Yes. That's all crown. Okay. This guy, yeah, right. you have me limping out. Oh, type of girl. You yes, are. type of woman that I like. I, um, I haven't had. I've been drinking quite a while. All right. Well, no, so I would definitely. Welcome. I would definitely say the type of woman that I'm looking for Thank now. You. I just really want. There you go. That's a bottle of crown. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I would really like for someone to really be direct. Mm-hmm. I think after our even after my last relationship with the woman in Vegas because yeah. that relationship was so real to me that if you if we would have stayed together for a year and Kel knows this, I would have started talking about marriage and type of shit. Okay. Um that's how it really was for me. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? <laughs> it may not be for her, you know what I'm right. saying? But that's how it was for me. So I definitely need someone who's more direct because a lot of the problems that I've noticed that women have had with me they don't bring that shit up to like the very end, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, oh, you're so nice. Oh, you're so thoughtful. Oh, you're this, and then, but I can't do this. Yeah. And I'll be like, yo, what the fuck? Oh. You know what I'm saying? And I never understood, you know. Now I know, you know what I'm saying. That sort of, kind of being that nice guy is sort of like a manipulation in a sense. Like you know, oh, I'm nice. So I should get this, mm-hmm. you know. So now I just need somebody to be direct, like, nigga, stop, you know, doing yeah. that to me, you know, or just say what's on your mind. I think directness is very real for me because I understand how hard it is for women to speak up and say what they want or make yeah. the first move or whatnot. 
But you don't have to make the first move, but literally just tell me what's going on with your mind. Because I'm not the mind reader mm-hmm. at all. My I grew up in a household where mama pops would literally be throwing shit at each other and cursing at each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be straight the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried to be the, the direct person? Like, you know, just say... Oh, 100%. And henceforth, they would look at me as... The bully? Yes. From Chicago, to be specific. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. <laughs> I get it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta be the heel, dog. Yeah. Everything's pro Here you go. I'm just like, no. 78 years later. Listen, man. Sometimes you gotta be the tribal chief. But yeah, I've done that, and then sometimes when they'd be like, well, don't talk to me like that, and then I would crumble, but now I don't even fold anymore when it comes to that, because, you know, I'm back home, I'm in an environment where people aren't less, you know, uh, scared or indirect, because I always said, ever since I left home, I've never met so many women who would not say what they want, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, that's literally how the women in my Family words, like, if you're going to be with me, I need this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I asked them, like, so what do you want in a man? Communication. Okay. That's it? You just want a nigga to communicate? I can communicate yeah. with your ass right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> what the fuck else you want from me? So, yeah. And definitely somebody who needs to know what she wants. Because as much games as we talking about old girl, she really didn't know what she wanted. Right. That was just it. You know, I may have thought we was a perfect match. You know, but she didn't even know what her perfect match even looked like. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you still hurt behind it? Um, nah, definitely a little triggered coming back. Because mm-hmm. this nigga trolled Bro, me. Do it. This nigga, uh. It's the environment. This nigga, uh, trolled me. <laughs> nah, he trolled me by sending me a picture of her. Mm. Did you not? To be fair. <laughs> Me and her are friends. Oh, <laughs> and she was like, yo, I'll be in town for any BJ. I was like, yo, yo, what's up? And then he and sends me like, the pic. Oh, so she doesn't live here anymore either. No. Nah. Oh, wow. You guys, you got one, Spence? When Red Cup's coming back. Nah, 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 nah. We ain't even gonna. Mm. If you want to know the true story behind Red Cups and Wine Glasses, then you got to subscribe to the Patreon page, man. Just type in Struggle Plate Podcast. At Patreon, and you'll get the full scoop on what happened to the show. But anyway, man, that's the end of this grand, triumphant finale. Look, y'all, on the Patreon, you get more content. You get a deeper story about the end of my last podcast. It's all love over here. Shout out to Kel. Shout out to Dante. Shout out to Shayna, man. Shout out to y'all for listening. I'll be back next week where I will do a part two recap of my trip to Las Vegas. In the meantime, in between time, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay blessed out there. Peace and love. My name is Doug.